Take a few deep breaths. Get present with where you are in this world, in this moment, in this body, now. Listen in to an intimate conversation where hopefully you hear something inspiring and get to be witness to what it's like to be in a sacred conversation where there's potential for healing, change, and transformation. I'm Jen Coffey, Sacred Space Holder for Transformation. Listen in. In 2019, my dear friend, Joelle, offered me an embryo, which I have to say is probably one of the most generous offers I have ever experienced. And I was 49 at the time and had to really pause for a second and say that I thought my days of having a baby were in the past. And here we are. This is really my last opportunity. For me at the time was not my choice. But for Joelle, this was a key moment in her journey of becoming a parent. So I, I want to introduce Joelle and, and give you that frame to just have an understanding of how generous and, and how big Joelle's heart is and who she is in the world. So having said that, Joelle, why don't I let you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are. Thank you, dear friend. I am 56 years old. I had my son at age 53. He was implanted in me at age 52. I am this gender female. I am not married, though I would really love to be in a partnership uh, and have a partnership. I'm just going to pause partnership with man, uh, woman, a man. Yeah, a man um, who would like to be my husband. Okay, keep going. Um, I am white. I live in the Pacific Northwest where I grew up. I am middle class working for a nonprofit organization, and I feel that I am very much a spiritual person, um, although I was raised religious, but what resonates with me now is deeply spiritual. Okay. So that gives us the sense of just sort of facts and figures of your your being um just for any anybody else who's listening out there I just want to emphasize that Joelle is single and would love to find that partner if you happen to be that partner listening let's get in touch Let, let's get into it tell me a little bit about your journey what would you like to share about your journey of becoming a parent well I always knew I wanted to be a mom and I have had numerous partners, but they weren't the right partner to do that with. And then around the age of 50, I did a test to find out how many eggs I had left. And I found out I had no eggs left. And so that was good information. It was heartbreaking because I had been kind of the last in my class to have my moon cycle. And so I thought maybe I would be later in menopause, but I wasn't and I had no eggs left. And so 
But the gift of that is that I knew I didn't have to make a decision about using my eggs that were older and maybe not as strong as a younger person's eggs. And so it was very clear that my choice, if I wanted to carry a child, which I really did, that I would need donor eggs and also donor sperm since I was not partnered. I did end up asking a friend uh, who politely declined. And in the big picture, I'm glad because now this is not connected to anyone that I know, just these young, healthy donors. What's it like for you being in parent circles as, as a single mom over 50? What's it like? Well, it's very different because before this, most of my women friends were my age and they didn't have kids. And so now most of my women friends are much younger than me. They, some of them could be my own daughter and they all have kids. You know, I love the young energy. I feel like I'm blessed that I've kind of had younger energy. And so I can mostly be, I can, they kind of welcome me in. They don't, ever say anything about my age, which is really thoughtful. And it's just, um, I definitely love it when I do meet some older moms. And I'm also part of this Facebook group of women over 50 who are either trying or recently have conceived or conceiving for the second time. And that's been really lovely to feel a sense of community around women who are more in my boat. Um, because when I did this, I didn't know anyone my age who had done it. I knew a friend whose aunt was 51 when she gave birth. I didn't know any of the details around it. So I had that in my head, but I was like, Hey, I'm 53 and I have the baby and I don't know anyone. And, um, and so so it started out like, it's, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm just thinking like how at the beginning of the journey, you felt, you know, you were really alone and the single person moving through this process, keeping a lot of this to yourself, not knowing how things were going to go. And now your social circles have changed dramatically. You have these other young moms, and then you also have these support groups of other women your age online. So things have really grown and changed and you're now part of that ecosystem or support system. So I'm kind of curious, what what kinds of resources and support are, are out there? Like you're talking about these groups that you're part of. Like, tell me about that. I mean, that's the main one, honestly, is this over 50 motherhood group on Facebook. I am also part of other mothers, you know, really awesome mamas or um, a group here where I live, where we were gathering in person and it was for ages newborn to one year. And unfortunately, I was only there for a couple of months before the pandemic hit. But I formed enough of a bond to continue some of those relationships. And then I'm part of that Facebook group now. Um, even though he's well past one, I'm still in conversation with those women. And it's a really sweet place to ask advice, ask for something if you're needing something or give something away or just sometimes venting and being witnessed. Mm. And it's very clear that you do not, if you're not asking for advice, you don't really want it. That's not the purpose. You ask if you do want advice, but otherwise it's just a place to be witnessed and, 
and supported in the village that we were meant to be in. And, you know, this is more of a virtual mm. village at the moment, but it's a really sweet uh, support. And then again, mm. we get together, I get together sometimes with one or more of them at outside play dates, for example. What kind of advice do you have for somebody that's listening that, that is maybe if you were giving advice back to yourself when you started this journey or just knowing what you know now? Follow your heart. If you know you're supposed to be a mom, be a mom. Um, I had enough support going into it through a shaman, um, through two people I met the summer before I decided to do it who didn't know me at all, but heard my story and my desire to be a mom. And they were like, you should be a mom. Like, yeah, do it, do it. And so it kind of opened my possibilities of horizon. Like, yeah. Okay. And then I came back from that um, out of town visit and I called the fertility clinic and they were completely wonderful and completely supportive and never, ever used the term geriatric mother, geriatric pregnancy, um, you know, I happened to have a beautiful doctor as well, who completely supported me the entire time. So I think having a doctor and a fertility clinic that you feel good about having a couple of friends, maybe I only had two women that knew my best friend didn't know. My sisters didn't know. My parents didn't know. I didn't tell anyone until I was like four months pregnant or three months pregnant. I can't remember, but I had those two women that supported me through the entire process, emotionally and physically, like literally coming over to my house at 6 a.m. and helping me with the first shot in my tummy. And then another woman helping me with the first shot in my bum. And, you know, all of those pieces added up to this exquisite, amazing, beautiful child. Mm. So the advice you have, I'm just going to recap. If you want, if you want to be a mom, and you feel it in your heart, follow your heart. Get the support from a couple people professionally, whether medical person, sperm bank, egg bank, couple friends. Build yep. a support network of people that are positive and supportive. Yeah, and join that Facebook group because it's a lot of women who are going through it and have questions, some of them technical and some of them more emotional. And I jump on there a lot and just say, you can do it. Like I was 53 and he was born and here's the picture. He's happy and healthy and vibrant and beautiful. And you can do it too. I believe in you. And I feel like that's a lot of what we need is that moral support and that you can do it. You're, you have the strength, you have the resources. And also when you were saying the egg and the sperm support, I think it, you know, it makes sense to go to a fertility clinic and talk to them about your desires and your specific situation. Um, and then, you know, if you don't like what, you know, the resonance there, go to a different one until Good you feel advice. supported. Good advice. Same with the doctor. Good advice. If so, if you don't like the doctor you're talking to, or you're not happy with the fertility clinic or the sperm bank, Go someplace else and keep going until you find a place you feel good about and that feels yep. right for you. If you're following your heart, follow it all the way with every piece. That's exactly. what I'm hearing. Yes. Oh, what are, what are some final words you'd have for people listening to this? It's just the best love ever, as you've all heard from other people that you 
have in your life who have decided to become a parent. And also one interesting thing, there was a part of me that was like, well, you know, is he going to feel, am I going to feel really connected because he's not my egg? The moment he came out, I was like, this is my child. I love this little one so much. And what I learned through the process through my maternal fetal medicine doctor is that because he grew inside of me, he does indeed have my DNA in addition to the DNA from the egg donor and the sperm donor. So he's a beautiful mix of three different people on the planet and their lineage and my lineage. And he actually has some of my DNA. So he has nature and nurture from me. Oh, okay. I know, you know, you and I could talk on this subject endlessly and we could take any of these threads and pick them up and go in a lot of different directions. And I think people listening want to hear a lot more. So let's just pause here for today, knowing there are a lot of different directions we could go in and we could potentially go in another day that go more into detail about the whole don't, you know, egg and sperm donation process, things about fertility clinics, about the the financial aspects of this, the emotional aspects of this, um, the health aspects. And just now you're a parent. You've got a beautiful child who's out there in the world, who is the creation, who is, has been conceived energetically and physically, that the conception really started in your mind and heart a long time ago. And he's here. He's pretty amazing. Yeah, I've met him. I know him. he's pretty awesome. And it's going to be interesting also to, you know, another another time talk about sort of the process of how he's going to age and grow and learn about his origin story, which is really unique and special. So, and it, so many directions we can go in, Joelle, but I think we should pause for today because you're busy working mama and I know you got to get back on a call. Yeah, and I'll plant a seed for next, next time. Because of many factors, I've decided not to go for round two. But I gifted the embryos to dear friends, son and daughter-in-law, and they are currently pregnant. So (gasps) if if all goes well, my son will have a full sibling out in the world and, you know, we'll calibrate it uh, based on their desire to tell people um, when the time is right. But yeah, more to be shared later, but it's kind of- Oh my God, that's a huge- little seed to plant for a later conversation so many conversations we could have and again i know you're busy mama working got to get back to things so thank you so much for taking the time today to talk to me and we're going to spread the story out there and hopefully inspire other people to make these the right choice for them to get the support they need maybe even through you and the support groups you've mentioned yeah that would be amazing okay So around that time, when I was, you know, really at a loss of whether I would be able to be a parent or not, I had a session with my shaman, and she said that during the session, the grandmothers came in, and they said, baby, if you want to have a baby, you should have a baby. And I left that session just so full of hope and clarity, like, okay, if the grandmothers have said it, then I should do it. And that was the first outside influence 
that was, you know, carrying forth this idea that it was possible. And there were, you know, a, a several others in addition to that, but that was kind of the most profound and it was the beginning one. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Now I feel like we can end. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Jen and I project. Check out the show notes for more information. Send me an email if you're interested in being part of the Jen and I project. If you have something you want to project out to the world in the sacred space with me, Jen Coffee.